Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, as believers, we've been taught that, you know, about the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. Praise God. We know from reading our Bibles and from Sunday school classes and from sermons that this is referring to Jesus. Amen. And that's the truth. Praise God. And we are also familiar with the fact that, you know, for born-again believers, we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. Well, if we have Jesus in us, that means he is with us everywhere we go. Correct? No matter the situation, good or bad, he is with us. He is in us. And if you truly believe that, then that also means that the lion of the tribe of Judah is within you at all times. Praise God. Shout amen, somebody, somewhere. Praise the Lord. That means when all hell is mounting an attack against you, when you're confused as to what needs to be done, when Satan is mounting an attack against you, if you are um, becoming fearful, or anything like that, just stop and allow the lion that's within you to roar, praise God. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. This stuff just gets my juices going, brother. And I mean, I need to stop before I turn this into a sermon. Praise God. My guest today has a great ministry called The Lion Within Us. Chris Granger has created an online community that is here to help help us find that lion within us, and let it out. Amen. Chris has a podcast by the same name that that helps to bring biblical insight to real-world scenarios. He's a speaker, has multiple resources, all designed to teach you how to let the lion within you to get out. Hallelujah. Help me welcome to the program, Chris Granger. Chris, it is such a blessing to have you on the program today, brother. Oh, it's an honor to be here, and I must admit, that was one outstanding welcome right there, man. What an intro. Man, I'm pumped up now. Let's go. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, the first question I ask, other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Chris Granger? I'm just just a sinner, right? That's it. And then from there, the Lord has just revealed to me so many ways that, you know what? You are not defined by those sins. You know, you you are defined by me. I'm going to define you, and that create led me to creating the line within us. And man, it has been a blessing to serve Christian men and to help these guys, including myself, just grow to what I tell everybody. Let's unleash the lion within. Yeah, amen, amen. How long have you been doing this now? Yeah, the show we started the podcast in 2021, so we're in our Man. second full year of the podcast, uh, you know, rocking and rolling and and doing that. So I mean, it's and then community started in January of this year. So we praise uh, God. Uh, yep. So we're we're early in the community, but we have you know a good group. We're getting close to 50 guys in there right now Man. that are praise meeting on a regular basis and. uh 
mastermind meetings and all sorts of stuff we can talk about whatever you yeah. want but it's it's been it's early in its infancy but it's uh guys it's just doing mighty things hey amen amen and you focus on teaching men on developing basically three areas of their character can you share those three areas with us and a little bit about each one and, and why developing these character traits are important Absolutely. Absolutely. So we talk about ultimately it's around leadership. Okay. So we want to help Christian men be the leader that God intends them to be. And we find so many Christian men are just isolated. They feel weak. They feel alone. They just don't understand where to go to, to, to actually walk out this thing called this, the Bible. How do we actually apply this to our life? So I broke it down. I'm a simple man born and raised in the South. I have to keep things very simple for, for my mindset to just to be able to apply stuff. So when it gets to deep theological discussions, hey, there's a place and time for that. But at the end of the day, how can I apply God's word to actually walk this thing out each and every day? So we focus on three areas. I call it health, wealth, and self. And the health is your mind and your body. Wealth is your career and your finances. And self is being a better husband and a better dad. That's it. And all that's wrapped around being a spiritual leader. So we we dig into each one of those areas and we help guys identify, you know, their weaknesses, the areas they want to focus on. Then we give them insight, not just our insight, but what, what does the Bible have to say about these areas? And how can we actually apply some of that stuff? And I mean, that's just been incredible, the accountability that comes there through a community. I think that's we've seen that's been the big thing because a lot of these guys go to church, but I thought I, I I'd love to get your input on this. They just don't feel very comfortable bringing these things up at church. Yeah, you know, stuff they're yeah. struggling with, like pornography or you know, addiction or you know, I, my finances are, are in shambles right now because they feel like if they bring it up in church, they're going to run into those people at the restaurant afterwards or in Walmart or the grocery store and. Inside this community, man, I've just seen guys just be very transparent, and that transparency has led to some conversations that just absolutely, it breaks them down, but then we're right there to build them up, and it's been incredible. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's true, because, you know, the even Jesus said, you know, prophet's not without honor except in his own hometown and around his own family, you know, because they know you inside and out. Right. And, uh, you know, they, you know, when as a preacher, you know, you stand up to, you know, thus saith the Lord and your family sit in the back saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but yeah, I understand completely what you're saying there and it makes complete sense, but let, let's go into a little bit on each one. Like, you know, the health, mind and body, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with a scripture that says exercise profits just a little. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so break that one down for us, brother. What do you do for that one? <laughs> That's pretty good right there, Bob. So yeah, I mean, we just we, what I did is I wrote a Bible study, and we used that as a foundation to help these guys get going and get started. And so when we start talking about you know their minds, you know, we we really broke break it down into several different areas. But what I try to do is I give them a little scripture and then a, an area. And for instance. Yeah, I got I got it pulled up right here in front of me. Like from a mind, we I always lead off with consumption. And how do we, what are we consuming? And I go straight to Romans 12, too, where we talk about, you know, do not be transformed by the world, but be but but be uh actually we get that right. Be conformed to the world, be transformed by renewing of your mind, right? So we want to talk about okay, what does that mean? Well, what, a lot of that depends on what are we consuming. And I go straight to these little things right here. I'm sure you have one too. These are little smartphones I'm holding up here. You know, they, they're they a great way 
you can do great things with them. I mean, my business is built on people connecting with me and our show through our smartphone. So I, I'm not saying the smartphones are bad, but I'm telling you, mm-hmm. they've only been out since 2012 is when they when they first came out. And you look how much your culture is, and everything around us has changed in that decade, yeah. a little over a decade. It's unbelievable. That's right. And the access right. to pornography, all the things that can pull us down, we have to be super intentional about what we consume because that's impacting our mind. It really is. And I mean, I see so many guys in particular that are just they're 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 drawn to these devices and that's pulling them away from things that God has desired for them. And and so we have to really start by identifying what those areas are from a consumption standpoint. So I asked some very simple questions. You know, what are the last three pieces of content that you that you looked at? And would you be okay sharing that with your wife? You know, mm-hmm. for the guys that are married. Amen. Amen. And some of the guys, that's very uncomfortable thing to answer. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't want to think about stuff like that. So as we get very practical and to apply, okay, how can we start protecting our mind and putting up boundaries? Because Satan is going to attack. He's going to not just attack our bodies, but he's going to attack that mind. And that leads so much. So that just kind of gives you an example from from a mind standpoint. Yeah. And then the body, we got to move. And there's too many Christian men that I've seen out here. You know, we're, we're, they're, they're, maybe they're doing the right things to take care of their mind. Let's just say that we che- they're checking that box. But they're completely missing any opportunity to take care of the, the, the temples. So I say, are you got a temple or do you have a, a sleazy motel? Because we're treating it like it's a sleazy motel, <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, and we bless, we're blessed. Hey, we're blessing the the food for the nourishment of our bodies. And what is it? A bunch of fried chicken and stuff like that. Like that's not nourishing our bodies. Like, come on now. Right. So Amen. we talk about what do we need to do to actually tune our bodies, not to look good in a mirror. Doesn't matter about that. But we are called to do work, and to do work, you have to be ready to do it. So that's kind of where we we dig into start unpacking scriptures and ideas to help these guys Amen. in those areas. Amen. Amen. That's good, brother. Amen. I agree wholeheartedly with that. And okay, let's move on to the wealth, the career and finances. Uh, Is it like financial counseling? Is it, you know, uh, just explain that for us. Yeah, absolutely. So from a wealth standpoint, so I did, I did financial coaching for a couple of years and I went through the Ramsey plan and got certified, did all the stuff that, that they teach. I think their stuff is great. I'm not, I'm not yeah. you know, going against any of that stuff. What I really try to teach is stewardship and that's it. How can we be better stewards? And so we break that down into careers and finances because from a career standpoint, you have that intake coming in. So we want to make sure that guys are, are 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 maximizing their earning potential, you know, to do not just to have big bank accounts, but to do the work that we're called to do. And the kingdom talks all about abundance and things like that. And there's so many Christians out there have this scarcity mindset. So we try to debunk that and show them, hey, here's the life that God's designed for you. Here's the work, the skills, the gifts, the talents that you have. Why not use them? But then once you get these blessings, man, you have to be a good steward. And so many guys, they don't understand that mind, that 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 term stewardship. And it's so freeing. So we start with basic stuff like like budgeting. Like, how do you actually budget? You know, what do you do you tell your money what to do and just delay gratification? And how how do we make sure that we're doing what we're called to do with the finances that we've been given? And some of this stuff for these guys, this is where they're broke because they come in and outside of infidelity, finances already are the second biggest driver of of divorce. Yeah. And so, okay, guys, if we can protect our marriages against infidelity with the pornography and things like that, then we know we need to do, and we can actually be good stewards. We're putting ourselves in a pretty good position to have a flourishing marriage. And that's what we really want. We want to be able to do that so that we can do the work that we've been called to do because we, we need that our spouses in alignment. So, man, 
money, when you start talking about that and from a church standpoint, you're from your from your day, from your time there, I'm sure you know that can be very tough for some pastors to yeah. lean into that topic. But I'm sitting here telling you guys, look, it's not the pastor that needs to be talking about. We need to be better stewards, period. And doing our tithing and doing our offering, understanding those two things are separate. Tithing and offerings are separate. Yeah. What does that look like? But if we're if we're treating finances just, you know, kind of willy-nilly and don't have a plan about it, do you think God's gonna bless that? I mean, once we start talking about that, showing that man, it's really an eye-opener for guys. And it's it's an area that that I didn't want to just skip over, you know. And yeah. I, some people say, Well, you don't want to talk about money. Well, yeah. The Bible talks more about money than any other topic because God knows our hearts. He knows exactly. that, that our hearts, we're, we're, we're corrupt, we're wicked, we're sinners. We need help there. So, man, to ignore that would just be just be wrong in my mindset. So I was like, you know what? We're going to focus on this area. And it's been a blessing because I find many, many guys struggle with this. Yeah, exactly. And not just guys. I mean, this is, yes. I mean, it is a huge issue. And, you know, from, all of the years that I spent, you know, in church as, as assistant pastor, pastor, and, you know, doing meetings and all that, you know, everyone is all there, you know, the, the healing and, and, you know, living right and all that. And then as soon as you say, now let's talk about finances. Ah, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he just wants my money. That's all it is, you know, and, and, Oh yeah, I'm it, sure you've seen the picture of like the people at, at the baptism pools where they're they're under the water, but outside the water they're holding up their wallet, right? <laughs> I mean, because like God, you can have yeah, everything, yeah. but not my money, bro. Like you know, so I always tell people it's like we we don't want God to mess with our money, and we definitely don't want to mess it inside our bedroom. Outside yeah. of those two areas, yeah. we're, we're okay with it. But I'm like, look, He's got to be Lord of all. Yeah, Amen. And you know, it's. There is one when I first got born again, we were living in Texas and uh, we had just moved there. It was, it was back about 1996 or so. And, uh, you know, I didn't have a church yet because literally we had just moved there. So I was watching uh, preaching online and there was a preacher on there and he was really good. It's like, wow, yeah, all right. This is, I, I'm into this. This is this guy's really good. And then at the end of the program, it goes, you know, it's offering day here in the ministry. I was like, oh, here we go. You know, here it comes. He said, and if you're one of those that are saying, oh, here we go, here it comes, well, keep your money. I don't want it. Whoa, I've never heard a preacher say that, even especially a TV preacher say that, you know. And he says, right. I want you contaminating our ground. You know, we got good ground here. Well, guess what? I started sending them offerings, you know, because I had never heard anybody say that. You know, say, we're not here to get your money. We're here to allow you to sow and reap a harvest, you know, type. Right. I say, man, I've never heard that before. But that's yeah. true. You know, God doesn't want your money. He created all that stuff to begin with. He doesn't need that's more right. of it. You know, it's here for us. Praise the Lord. So it's awesome that you focus on that. What about the career aspect? I'm not, I'm just rubbing my eye. I got an eyelash or something in my eye. Uh, but what about the career aspect? Uh, you know, do you give career counseling for people looking to change jobs or, or how's that work? 
Yeah, it's some counseling, but it's mainly just making sure guys understand the gifts and talents that we have. I find so many guys we get stuck in these jobs and these just checking the box. And next thing you know, you know, we've gone to school to do this. We don't like this, but we don't know how to do something else, right? And I'm just really big in number one networking and 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 getting uh, advice from others. And if you're hearing, you know, repetitive patterns around, you know what, these people say that I'm good at this, maybe that's an indicator that, hey, that should be an area that you should spend some time focusing on. And I'm not big on making these knee-jerk reactions, but definitely slow step and and transition. So have transition plans. I'm in the middle of one right now. I want to do the lion full-time. I have another full-time job too. So what what am I doing? I'm building a bridge. And then at some point, I'll have the boat close enough to the water where I still have to take a jump. But I won't be having to swim a half mile to get to it, right? I mean, it's just it's going to be a little bit smarter. So, you know, build these things in these areas and don't just think that you, if you're a W-2 employee, that's, that's all you ever have to be. There's so many other ways to build income and to be to, to do things that God's called you to do. So thinking, I always say, let's take God out the box. So many times we put him in the box when we have our career. Well, I'm like, I have an engineering background. Well, I need to look just for engineering jobs. Well, for the last two or three years, I've been in marketing. Like who would have thought that, you know, and I, and I actually love it a whole lot more than engineering is a lot more yeah. fun. Yeah. Marketing people are a lot more fun to hang out with an engineer. So let's just space it. But anyway, so it's just, it's like, okay, let's just understand God's gifted me with these talents. I didn't have that, didn't realize those when I went to college. So I studied something else, but I'm not defined by my college engineering degree, you know? So it's just like, okay, helping guys see that, that has been illuminating and then understanding, hey, there's different ways to build income and and looking what, you know, different uh, uh, revenue streams look like, like like property ownership and think, uh, real estate and, and investing. There are, just, there are so many ways from a career standpoint to look at it, not just your one W2 to, that you get, you know, based off your primary job. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's good. And, you know, like we mentioned sales, I was in sales and part of sales is marketing. And part of marketing is learning how to be personable with people. Uh, You know, from my military days, not so much. (laughs) Right. Right. I was, I was very matter of fact, I was, you know, uh, very straightforward is mission first. Everything else comes second. You know, if the mission's accomplished, then I can talk about your personal time and things like that. But if we got a mission to do, you, you know, you signed up 24 hours a day, you are on call, you know, no ever overtime, no double pay, nothing like that. You know, if it needs to be done, it's going to get done type thing. That's and right. Very matter of fact. But when I left the military and started my work in sales, you know, had to, learn how to change that personality a little bit. You know, I couldn't walk yeah. in here, buy this. What do you mean? You don't want it. Did I ask you if you wanted it? <laughs> that usually doesn't come off as a sale. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> you got yeah. a hard time getting a PO there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely two different facets that have to be taken into consideration. And that leadership ability that I had, transferred well into developing a sales staff right but it had to be the transformation of me that allowed that skill to actually be applicable to sales and, right uh, you know i mean people came you know that, that i'd known in the military and you know they'd come by you know four or five years later and say man you've changed 
That's all. Thank you. Because it's not me. It's God inside me. He's the one who did the changes. That's right. So, praise the Lord. Yeah. Amen. And, and the next one is being a good husband and dad. Tell us about yeah. that one. Yeah. Because and, and I kind of put that one. So I always talk about health, wealth, and self. And I put them in that order because so many times guys, you know, we, 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 so many, a lot of guys are really big on going to the gym and taking care of their bodies. And then a lot of them, every guy out there I know out there cares about money. And it's the first thing we do when we, when we introduce ourselves is we introduce ourselves by, you know, the job that we have or our title or what, what yeah. do we do for a living? Right. Yeah. And then, we, we we put the the ones that mean most to us on the back burner. So and I want to make sure we don't do that. So let's talk about being a better husband and a better dad, and how do we actually you know lean into those areas? And so we kind of break it down for for these guys. I usually start off with from a husband standpoint around the idea of communication. And I know this is a, this is not a new topic. You know we're talking about, but what I try to tell guys is like, look, you suck at communicating. Let's just face it, you all do because I know because I do. Amen. Because guys, we're just not good communicators. So we need to learn the ways that we can communicate and we have to start talking with our spouse. But I always lead with this one. And this gets guys so many, tri it trips up a lot of guys. This actually tripped up one of the guys in our community who's a missionary, by the way. He's, he does this work for a living. And I, I challenged everyone in the community to pray with their wife. And when I first time I was coaching this guy, he was like, what do you mean pray with her? I'm like, He's like, I pray for her all the time. I'm like, no, bro. Like hold her by the hand and actually pray with your wife. He's like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, why don't you want to do that? He's like, because that's too hard. He's like, that I, I, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, look, you're, you're, you're a spiritual leader. Yeah. You can't let, when you were at the altar and you said, I do, that can't be your spiritual highlight for your marriage, man. This is a daily thing. Yeah. Hold her by the hand. And it's like, well, how do I do it? I'm like, ask her six words. How can I pray for you? And then whatever she says, you just yeah. McDonald's that thing back to her. You yeah. repeat it back because when you go to McDonald's, you order that, that happy meal, they're just going to repeat it right back to you. And I say, you throw an amen on the end of it and you got it done. That's all. And you, and you just make that a daily habit. Amen. So I'm really big on making stuff simple for these guys around being a stronger marriage. Cause I'm, I'm a big proponent of look, we try to do this marriage thing on our own without the Holy spirit. And we need to invite him in because if we're trying to do this with just with, with yeah. me and her, that ain't going to happen. Like for me and my wife and I'll tell her and she'll tell you, my wife does not complete me. I do not complete her. That would be unfair for me to ask her to complete me. The only thing to complete me as a man is Jesus Christ and having him as Lord of my life. Now, together, we're both pursuing him. And I'm really cool and excited because we pursue him together. And she's really good looking. I get to do it with her. you know. So we get to do this thing called marriage. But if we just tried to do this without having Christ in the middle, man, what would we be doing? We would be yeah. just miserable. So yeah. we really try to just open the guy's eyes to that area of, okay, need the Holy Spirit involved in our marriage. Need to invite him in. Need to actually start praying with my wife. Need to actually pray. I'm really big on praying in the bedroom. And I call it spiritual intimacy. And if you want to have intimacy with your wife, you need to have connection with her in the bedroom. You better start praying together and, and pray for that spiritual intimacy. So that's yeah. the whole the whole husband area. And then the dad thing. You know, so many times from, from being a dad, we, we're not given any manual on how to raise these little humans. I mean, they just come out and they're crying and we don't know what to do. Did and you say raise these little heathens? Humans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably could have won either way there, right? <laughs> right. These little, yeah. So I mean, it's just like we don't know, man. We don't know what to do. So we're like, okay, how do we do this? And and I just said, all right, let's just chill out. 
there's there's a simple way. It's called the Bible. It's going to give us instruction on how we can be the dads because kids don't spell love, M-O-N-E-Y. They spell it T-I-M-E. So how do we spend that time with them that's going to make an impact? Because I guarantee you, these so many of these guys out here saying, well, I'm working these two and three shifts for you guys. Well, if you were asked, your kids, they'd hold out rather cut back on some areas of spend and just be with you as a dad, man. Yeah, so let's yeah. just be where your feet are. Be with your kids. Remember that more is caught than taught because we can't just preach that these kids, we got to sure. show them. Because if you sit here and say that 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 you got to eat healthy, you got to eat healthy. I want you better eat your vegetables, and you're eating a Hershey bar every night. Your kids ain't gonna want to eat the vegetables, man. So I mean, I just I'm really big on making very practical for these guys to be the dads that they were called to be because they were handpicked by God to be the leaders of their families. Embrace that, you know, lean into that. So I mean, that's kind of just a high level overview of of being a better husband and a dad and the way that we try to approach it. Amen. Amen. You know, one thing I noticed, a lot of guys, like when I was getting out of high school, 18 years old, I made it, you know, I'm a man now I'm on my own. And and that's the military, you know, dumped in. That was going to be my career. That was going to define me and all that. Then you get married and you find out you ain't all that. Right. And then about the time you and your wife get to the point where you're starting to feel, I'm, I'm good, but here we are, you know, then the kids come along and you find out you ain't all that again. <laughs> right. <laughs> God just has a way of keeping you under subjection that he can mold and shape your world around you if you allow him to. And, you know, then about the time the kids grow up and you think we made it. Then you look in the mirror and you're like, dang, what happened to this dude? You know, and so, yeah, that mind and body, the career and finances, the husband and dad, that's just God's way of allowing him to shape you to be the man he wants you to be. You know, Otherwise, we'd be off on our own. That's a dangerous place, man. It's a dangerous place. Three of the most dangerous words I hear any of my guys talk about is I got this. So if you ever hear you say hear yourself say I got this, that's a checkpoint, man. That's a, that's a that should be a red light because we don't have this. <laughs> we yeah. don't. We have amen. to make sure that we're that he is leading us at all times. Yeah, hey, amen. That's good. That's good. I remember seeing a bumper sticker one time. It said a nurse and that gave the definition. It said the first person you see after saying hold my beer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of along those lines. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. So true. Hey, man, praise the Lord. Hey, folks. Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Chris Granger. You know, Chris has created this online community that is here to help us find that lion within us. Amen. But not just find it, but help us get it out of the cage. Praise God. And as you've been listening to this portion of the interview, which was just part one of a great two-part interview... I know you've been inspired. I know I have. Amen. Be sure to come back for part two and the conclusion of our interview with Chris Granger in the very next episode. All right. Be sure to check out Chris's podcast. goes by the same name, The Lion Within Us, that helps to bring biblical insight to real world scenarios. Amen. Drop down the show notes. The links are all there. Reach out. Contact Chris. Ask your questions. Subscribe to the podcast and share it with other people. Help them to learn 
about the lion within us. Praise God. Till next time, as Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.